the geometry of the place was all wrong. One could not be sure that the sea and ground were horizontal. You're listening to Cthulhu and Friends, starring Stacy, Mike, Fred, and Steph. I am your game master, Veronica. Great game, everyone. Man, that was intense. I have not had to come up with a boss like that since last Christmas. (laughs) You mean the fart crab? That one was frustrating. Wait, crab? In-game? Yeah, uh, you weren't able to make it to that game for some reason. Because he's a loser. (laughs) God. What? I, I think it was your family or something. But yeah, it was a pretty crazy adventure. Well, what happened? All right, guys. Are you ready for this? Wait, 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 wait. But what about Edward? Oh, yeah. He called um, his dad... I guess told him he needs to be there for Christmas and I don't know what was going on exactly, but Edward said he had to go. Well, yeah. Family first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Seems fair, I guess. Not the first time we've uh, had to play without someone, but should we do it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. Well, let's go for it. We need to quest. Listen, I've prepared another thing from a story. That you will enjoy. Oh, no. oh, classic story. Classic. Classic. Yes. Great. Mm-hmm. Todd. I'm in it. Let's do this. Are you familiar with the Pied Piper? So this is about me then? Um, no. Why would you think it's about you? Piccolo, flute, whatever. Stuff, magic. It's- no. No. You you'll see. Just what? just kick back, grab some more drink and snacks and allow me to set the scene. But I didn't make any pie. I've already got Swedish uh. fish. I'm good to go. All right, let's play. Let's All it. right. Last time in Lacroix. You all received notification from the Goblin King himself that his two children had gone missing somewhere in the vicinity of the goblin town Hamblinburg. 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 Okay. I should take notes. Hamblinburg. Okay, when did they disappear? Asks Moonflower. It was several weeks ago. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Who lets their kids go missing for several weeks and doesn't, like, freak out? Ask for help sooner? Uh, who would let their paladin go for weeks without 
letting people know sooner. We are adventurers. We don't ask these questions. Oh, I guess you're right. I mean, if you really must know, King Goblin and Queen Goblin kind of got into a nasty thing. So she's living on the other side of the kingdom and custody disputes. Oh, my. Oh, wow. Okay. That's... Hmm. Still no excuse to be a terrible parent. Well, so he's not being because he's paying you all to fetch the kids. Oh, sweet. Hmm. Prince Jr. is not a babysitter. <laughs> I will never, ever get tired of that voice. <laughs> oh, that's so much. <laughs> well, for the right price, we can most certainly help you. I mean, I will do whatever Momflower wants. I am all for helping children. Yes, and uh, speaking of price, exactly what kind of a reward are we talking about here? And I will use a diplomacy roll. Crit 20. Damn. How? Every time, Darius. I have rolled in front of you. You know this. Roll with it. Come on. Roll with it. <laughs> well, for you, the Goblin King will raise the reward to 5,000 gold for the safe return of both children. How safe are we talking about? <laughs> really, Darius? <laughs> I was actually oh. hoping. Ah. <laughs> uh, hmm. <laughs> Any idea where they might have gone? Any idea who might want your children? What you guys have already headed to Hamlinburg. I thought we were literally talking to him, which is why I was able to roll diplomacy. It's the last time. (laughs) Sorry, Don. That's confusing. I mean, sometimes we need a little reminder. You know? Apparently. Okay. So, yes, so. that was all last time. You are now approaching Hamlinburg. Oh, look, everyone, Hamlinburg. Hmm. It's a dreary goblin village. Quite a hovel, if I do say so myself. I can understand why some seedy character would want to kidnap children, given this location. I bet they can read good, though. Um, Are there people wandering about the town? Yes, there are goblin guards as you approach. Hail and well met. We are here to help some children. Right, right, Mamflam? Oh, yes, actually, most interesting timing. All of our children have vanished. All of them? You should speak to Elder Gronk. God, what the hell are you people doing? Oh my goodness, how terrible! Here, I I will lead the way. Uh, okay. Very good. I mean, I'm not a small little child. Am I going to go missing? No, I will look out for you. Don't worry. Thank you, Mom Flower. Anytime, dear Crunch Junior. <laughs> this goblin guard leads you to a rather dreary-looking tent. Inside, an old goblin sits in a chair, weeping. Oh, 
Hooks, girls. Oh my, are you all right? I heard all of your children have disappeared. Yes, it's true. We paid a man to drive out the 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 evil quail that had wandered into the village. Why not keep the quail for meat? In case you were wondering, quail are the most disgusting, vilest creatures to goblins. Quail like the bird. Yes. Evil and vile. They bother the rats that we raise for food. Yes. Oh. You know you could eat quail as well. No, they're disgusting. It's quite delightful (laughs) either way. Who did you pay, sir? Well, this funny jester man wandered into town and said he could dispatch the quail for us for a small fee. So you would trust a jester rather than a resplendent crew such as these fine people. And I, the bard, Justice Timberwave. Well, you weren't here. Maybe wait next time. Either way, I cast Locate Object, which allows me to sense the direction towards an object, specific or type, and I am looking for a child goblin's tooth. Oh, that'll be effective. (laughs) So a circle centered on you with a radius of 400 feet plus 40 feet per level, so that'd be 800 and (laughs) 920 feet. So 460 foot radius around me. Ha! I mean, yes. (laughs) Doesn't sound good. (laughs) You successfully cast your spell. And in the center of the town, you have located your object. Well, first and foremost, uh, I wouldn't know that it was the center of town, Todd. It's sensing direction. So I can tell this is a DM trap. I roll sense motive on the DM. <laughs> That's highly ineffective. <laughs> I think the dice should decide. <laughs> You're breaking fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> Well, sir, it seems as though your children may be headed towards the center of town right now. Moonflower, Crunch Jr., shall we be off? Yes. Of course, if you know where we're going. I have sensed where your child's tooth is, sir. We will bring them back. Oh, most excellent. For I, Justice Timberwaves, the bard of all bards, am on the case. The bardest bard of them all. So we head to the center of town, I guess. Yes. All right. As you approach the center of town, you see a large sign, hopelessly misspelled, saying dentist. Oh, I bet there's some people now. <laughs> well done, Justice. You found a tooth. Do you think it's an evil dentist that's killing children? Oh, I hope not. That's so dark. Oh, should, should I pretend to be a child? I could be a child. Oh, you could. We could <laughs> set a trap for them. I... <laughs> Crunch Jr. runs up to the door of the dentist, whips it open very quickly, and runs inside. Laura, kill them! Kill 
Oh, hello, child. Yes, I am child. You, you have need of dental services? Yes, you want to take my teeth. Uh, yes, what, what teeth do you need So you admit you take children and their teeth. Uh, no, just teeth. Just, just the teeth. I smash him with my Warhammer. <laughs> what? <laughs> I raise Par and Lay, and I smash his head in between. Uh, I, I, I guess roll an attack. Twenty-three. <laughs> that hits this poor defenseless dentist. Three plus three is six, and then times three is 18, 18 points of damage. And then the other one is plus eight. Well, Crunch Jr., please describe what happens when you kill this obviously evil dentist. So after he admits that he has stolen kids and their teeth, I take par and I take lay. And in my classic move, I smack both of them together with his head in between and it pulverizes it and his blood and brains and nasty flesh matter splatter the room. And then I come out drenched in his blood and stuff and I say... We are victorious! Oh, Crunch Jr., I'm so proud of you! So you found the Jester Man inside, did you? Oh, uh, no, there was a dentist. He, was ste- he told me that he steals kids' teeth and kids. Well, he must have had the Jester suit elsewhere. Oh, we've solved it! So, well, I didn't, I didn't look for kids, though, so I don't know if they're still in there. We should probably look around. Oh, yes, let us search for the children. Probably an underground layer. Todd's face. I'm Todd. Is this not what you wanted? Just a classic fairy tale. Todd, you do remember I am chaotic neutral. Like you do. Okay, so we go inside and we can search for the children. Uh, so I'll roll a search. I will sing a song of searching for Moonflower to find these children. And I will dance in the background. And I rolled 17. Plus 2 for your aid. So 19. Although everything is covered in the gore of a murdered dentist. Those are strong words, You do find a selection of several teeth. No children, however. Oh my god, he ate them. Um, Crunch Jr., did you happen to collect any evidence before murdering the dentist? But look at all of the teeth. They clearly belong to goblin children. Yes, and I agree about that. But perhaps the dentist didn't also eat them. Well, we could rip open his stomach and see what he had for lunch. Oh, you you could do that. I think I'll step outside for some fresh air. Okay, I'll check. Okay. And I proceed to to take out my dagger and cut open his stomach <laughs> to 
to look at what he had for lunch for signs of goblin children meat and bones. During this time, I will walk outside with Moonflower, lean over and casually whisper. So, run from this town as well, fairly quickly, I assume? Normally, I would say yes, but do you believe we should find the children? Perhaps that will make up for the murder. I, I, I meant more to remove our ties to the murder. Yes, finding children, important yes. first. We will find these children. Very good. Conch Jr., you find the remnants of rat stir fry. Oh, well. <clears throat> uh, Manflower? Justice Timberwaves? Mm -hmm. I don't think that he ate any goblin children, so um, I may mm -hmm. have just murdered an innocent. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Do you, um, Mr. Timberwaves, sir, do you have any more of those scrolls that, like, let you pull up a portal? Can we just have the body in there? Exactly. I, I do have My dimension door. <laughs> My thoughts, precisely. I also will summon a water elemental to cleanse this room of all gore and flow it down into the porthole that I open on the floor. Excellent. And I shall cast dimension door and make the body disappear. Yeah, all accomplices and murder. I believe there is a lesson to be learned here, Crunch Jr., that let's collect evidence first before killing people. Yes, I will remember this for next time. Very good. You're such a good child. Thank you, Mom Flower. No, oh, you're very welcome. And yet again, the team gets away with another murder. <laughs> it was a misunderstanding. It happens. Yeah. Happens a lot when you parlay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Crunch Jr. is just doing his best, okay? <laughs> I, I mean, he ran, he he grew up without his mother. I, I, mm -hmm. That's rough, you know? He had a rough life. Yeah, you gotta make up okay. for it how you can. Without a mother and a father. So I'm assuming you all head back to the Goblin Elder. Ooh, uh, Crunch Jr. would like to clean up real quick first. Oh, because mm. I should call. probably. Yeah. Did you yeah. jump in the the dentist water <laughs> elemental storm? Yes. Yes. Oh. So I look fresh and clean, and I have even styled my hair very nicely to the side, like I am the perfect picture of a well behaved young man who looks like a child. Mm. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Mm -hmm. uh, any any luck, you all? And finding the children so soon. Uh, unfortunately not. We realized very quickly after casting the spell that likely there's probably a dentist in this town who could say. Either way, there's uh, He's probably a missing. high likelihood that we... That search did not uh, present exactly what we were looking for. Either way, do you have a picture of one of the children that I could scry uh, no, not exactly. Um, we don't... Goblins don't believe in pictures. Mainly because the drawings suck, but, you know. You need an artist. That's fair. Ooh, Momflower is a great artist. Oh, thank you. I do try. We... We do have two children that did not run away with this jester. 
Those must be the two that can read. Ah. If they could provide a description of this Chester, then maybe I could scry upon him. So, you believe the children ran away, not that they were kidnapped? The, the, the problem is, uh, one of them has, has, has walking issues. The other cannot hear or speak. Well, can, can they write? Uh, what is this writing you well, speak of? If you can read, you know what writing is. Aren't you goblins that read good? Mm, no, that's <gasps> that's the kingdom seat of the go- the oh, goblin realm. No. Oh, no. We must teach them to read. I am a skilled tutor. I could teach you how to read. So we're going to have to put the search up for the kids on hold till we can teach you how to read, and then we go find the children. Or we could do it the other way around. I, I, I guess. Yes. Well, I know that Todd really wants to do stuff, so I just feel like we're free to buy it and it'll be fun. All right. I will roll profession tutor. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a 26. You... Over the course of several hours, explain the concept of reading and writing to this elder goblin, and he appears to be taking quite well to your lessons. Oh, good. I'm so glad he's learning. Uh, so I took the liberty of ordering the children here so you could interrogate them. Interrogate's a strange word. We call this this one Limpy. Oh. And the other one, the silent. Those are odd names. <laughs> no, he's he's a bit limpy, and that one's always silent. Yes, but they could have lovely names, like Priscilla. Yes, <sighs> limpy. Let me ask. I was told by this man here that you are not able to walk or move around. How exactly did you get here? Is it possible that he is a liar who is hiding a jester suit in his closet? <gasps> Sorry, Paula. Plot twist. Um, no. I'm just a poor goblin who got hit in the leg when we were trying to kill some quail. Mm. A very unfortunate quail hunting accident. The quail hit you in the leg? No, my dad hit me in the leg. Oh my! Hunting quail. It was. It was. It was. It was fine. Right. But I don't. I, I don't run very well. So when the the jester played his flute, when the children were all enchanted and running off, and I couldn't move fast enough, so I didn't make it. Aww. Can you explain to me then how no one seems to be able to give me a description? Of this jester. Who looks like a jester? <laughs> what color hair does he have? Jester hair? Well, that's very helpful. What it's got that? bells on the end. And it's like a that's hat. A, yeah. Okay, that's that, a hat. That would be a hat. A What's a hat? Color schemes. <laughs> Anything. Ah, uh, 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 I think it was burnt sienna. <laughs> and... Uh, lemon green. What the hell? Oh. Did 
did the jester look like Moonflower? Or more like Justice Timberwaves here? Um, kind of like Timberwaves, but I don't know. Meaner and uglier. Yeah. No, he is neither mean nor ugly, Justice, so. Hmm. Criticism of 17, it's hard not to be. You know, if Sir Sordalot uh-huh. was here, it would probably look a lot like him. He is not ugly or mean. <laughs> You're blind, Mumflower. Oh, well, I, I believe I have a very high search role, so <laughs> I'm pretty good with looking at things. <laughs> Anyway, which direction did this jester go? The the boy points off into the north. How many times has the jester come through here? Once, I think. Well, I mean, well, I mean, he he came before to offer his services for taking the quail out, and so and then and then um, the goblin elder strikes the boy across the head <gasps> with a stick. Okay, that's enough, boy. Crunch Jr. kicks that man in the shin. Good boy, Crunch Jr. And that hurt. (laughs) Well, you might have had it coming. I just wanted him to be quiet, that's all. Well, you could have asked nicely. You understand he's to the north? (laughs) Go forth and bring back the children. Okay, Todd Jr. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Tell you what, (laughs) Limpy, your insight and knowledge on this gesture could be quite useful. Let me play you a beautiful song, a song I like to refer to as Level 4 Bardic Spell Freedom of Movement. And I play a song that allows him to move and attack normally for the duration of the spell, which lasts about 10 minutes per level. So he's going to be good for a while. And uh, Limpy, would you care to join us on this adventure? Well, I don't think it makes his leg work better. He's missing one. Yeah, but it says he moves normally, Todd. I thought he had a gimpy leg, not a missing leg. Same. I mean, you can't really limp on one leg now, can you, Todd? Then then he'd be like, uh, well, he'd be hoppy. (laughs) Yeah. He he can move really great with crutches. (sighs) Speaking of railroads. With a spell. <clears throat> so I will just yeah. go ahead and okay. cast Unseen Servant and then make my servant carry him around so that he can come with us. Hmm. Oh, wow. This is great. That's like flirting and ah. Oh. Well, that was uh, a lot of magic for apparently nothing either way. <laughs> Shall we be off to the north? Yes, that is an excellent idea. While we walk. Crunch Jr. wants to talk to Hoppy. So, <laughs> Hoppy, is that your dad? No, that's that's the elder. Oh, so you don't know your dad either? No, my dad's a jerk. He works at the rat farm. Oh. Oh. How, how did you get created? How, what? <laughs> well, how how do goblins get created? Well, um, when a mommy goblin and a daddy goblin love each other. Wait, are we really doing this? 
<laughs> I was curious where it was going to go. <laughs> well, Prince Junior, Prince Junior came from a a fab a a fabulous a fabra a fabrag a fabric fabra, it, it was an egg from an a Fabergé egg. egg? Yeah, yeah, what a dose. Hmm. Ah, Moonflower, I'll let you tackle this one. So I wanted to know if if goblins came from from eggs too. Um, I'm I'm too young to answer that question, really. Wait, did I lay an egg? <laughs> <laughs> Mom, Flora, don't you remember? Um, I would think that would be very memorable. Oh, <laughs> uh, I guess. <laughs> um. Well, you do paint very wonderful things. Mm. Maybe you just made it too realistic. <laughs> Wait, Todd. <laughs> what? I, I painted an egg, and Crunch Junior was born. Do you guys really not remember that whole mission? That whole story? Uh. <laughs> okay. Mm. Well, Moonflower, what happened was, um, a long time ago, you guys were on a quest, and Justice and Sir Sardinat got stuck in a prison, and then you and, um, Crunch went and you were, you, you picked up one of those egg things. <laughs> you picked up one of those egg things, and then you brought it back to the Prince of D. Well, that's what I call him, because I can't say his name. So you brought it back to him, and you exchanged it for the release of your friends. Oh, my. And then, and then what happened was the prince was carrying around the egg, and then he tripped, and it busted open. And then another, another me came out. I thought he took it and he put me on a windowsill under the light of a harvest moon. And I came to life. And then I, I was with him for a long time, but he wanted me to like do his dishes and wash his laundry and like do all this really stupid things. And I was like, no, I am destined for good things. <laughs> so please tell me who my mother and my father are and he would not tell me and so we argued for a long time but then I started breaking stuff and he got really annoyed and he was like right I got you from crunch and move now and then and then I went looking for you guys and I just followed the path of destruction <laughs> hmm. I, I'm I'm speechless <laughs> So, I unknowingly gave you up for adoption. Uh, I don't have to look like that. I just, I just oh. figured that's how it works with halfling babies. Oh, well, I'm so glad you found us. I just wish you could have known your father. He, he lives on through us. And I, I take Mumflower's hand. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll pat the back of his hand. You're a very, very good child, Crunch Jr. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
while in the forest. <laughs> Can everyone roll spot? Uh, 29. 16. Uh, 20. Non-critical. This time. Oh. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, <laughs> all three of you notice in the forest, a ways off, there is a campfire blaze and two short figures huddled around it. I could turn into a mist and sneak up on them and see what's going on. This sounds wonderful. Excellent. I will cast gaseous form and turn into a mist. You're quite gassy. Uh-huh. Todd. 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 <laughs> Jeez. Um, and I can fly slowly forward as a mist, so I will creep through the woods. As you near the campfire, you see two dirty disgusting dwarves huddled around a fire. But they appear to be young dwarves. Their stubble is only like a five-day shadow. Are they talking about anything? No. Do I see anything in their campsite that looks suspicious? Like weapons or stolen children or anything like that? They appear to be unarmed and wearing rags. Hmm. Okay, I will float silently back to the others and turn back into Moonflower. And I'll say, I believe they are just peasants. Hmm. They seem to be young dwarves. Which doesn't necessarily mean they're good. But they don't look like kidnappers. Or jesters. Shall we approach and see what they have to say? Why they're out here? I am curious. Yes. Perhaps Hoppy should hide while we talk to them. Just in case. I command my unseen spirit to move into a bush quietly. <laughs> he sticks his crutches out like they're branches. <laughs> <laughs> Let us approach these dwarves and see what they have to say. All right, we do it. As you approach, these young dwarves turn and cower before you. Please, please don't hurt us. Fear not, young dwarves. We are not here to harm, only here to inquire. What has you out in this... Forested area. They, 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 they wouldn't let us return. Chased us off. Your family? No, the goblins. And exactly where were you trying to return to? There. And they point towards Hamlinburg. Do you live there? Well, we used to. They ran you out of your home? Yes, they, they, they... They wouldn't let us return. It seems as though these goblins may have taken over that town from some dwarves. Is that, that what I'm reading into this? Well, I, I, I don't know how the town was founded. Did you live with the goblins and, until they ran you out? Well, 
Yeah. Huh. Okay, you're gonna need to to backpedal here. You're you, you're sending some slightly confusing signals our way. I just as Timberways need to know why you were out here in rags, and have you seen a jester? This is all. Oh, yes, the jester. Yes. Uh, yeah, he 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 let us go. Just a bit. He's stealing dwarven children, too? What? They're dwarves. Dwarven children. Oh. Oh? Are we? Well, what? I mean, do you have not- you- Is that why we're so ugly? Uh, probably. Uh, yeah. Mr. Timberwaves, do you have a mirror? Yeah, um, a spell? Yes. Yes, hold on. Let me reach into my bag of a holding and pull out this glorious, resplendent mirror. Here you are, Crunch Jr. Thank you. And I will take it over and I will turn it towards them. See? You're a dwarf. <gasps> oh, how hideous. Uh, oh, oh, do me, do me. Oh, oh, says uh, the other one. Well, beauty is relative. No, no, dwarves are bad. Uh-uh. <sighs> I'm trying. I could cast glitter dust, and then you'll be covered in glitter, and you'll be mm, much yes. better. That's and I cast glitter dust, hmm. which does temporarily blind them. Unfortunately. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see how this turns out. We're, we're, we're so beautiful, we can't see. Oh, thank you. You're so welcome. Wait, wait, so did you used to be something else? Uh, we, we weren't dwarves. We were just regular children. I don't know. <gasps> but, Is- but you were children from that village? Hamlinburg? Yeah. Oh. oh. Wait, do goblins not know that they're goblins? Ooh, do you know Limpy? I mean, Hoppy? Who's Hoppy? Hoppy I know Limpy. Oh, oh, oh. Limpy! Limpy! I, I mean, servant, come here. Not Limpy, but the unseen servant, I mean. <laughs> Your unseen servant <laughs> carries Hoppy. <laughs> L- Limpy, what are, what are you doing? Outs, outs, oh. What? What are, what are dwarves doing here? Tell me. Young dwarf children, what what are your names? Well, dwarf, uh, I'm whatever children. What are your names? I'm Wacky, <laughs> and uh, what are you that? And this one's Slappy. <laughs> oh my! I don't want to know why he had that name. Well, I I I, I hammer little rocks into littler rocks, and then Slappy. Uh, he slaps clay, and he makes oh, like really you whack cool things. You whack the rocks. I thought you meant wacky, yeah. like bizarre. We're very, very job oriented in our naming. Except for poor Limpy. What is his well, job to limp? He does look rather funny when he limps. Oh, what a we terrible should, thing to say! We should give Limpy a new name. Limpy, how would you like to be? We'll just call you, um, we'll just call you beautiful. Oh, that's a very good name. That's 
Interesting. There's glitter everywhere. You could cover yourself in some as well if it'd make you feel more beautiful. He scoops some glitter up and, and throws <laughs> it, it on It himself. basically doesn't dissipate. He'll never get rid of it. <laughs> now, if you could show us which direction this Chester seemed to go off, uh, we'll be greatly appreciated. We are on a noble quest to save other children, such as yourselves. Oh, uh, yeah. See that? See that cave? Uh, like uh, up there, mm. mm-hmm. he points up a mountain. Yeah. Wonderful! Uh-huh. You see mm-hmm. a cave. Okay, now yeah, right, right there. If I may do one final thing, allow me to play you a song with my piccolo, a, a glorious song known as Dispel Magic. Wait, that's that's a that's a piccolo. Don't looks like don't a flute. Piccolo, shame me here. Okay, <laughs> finally gotten used to calling it Todd. All right. You stuck me with this. He finally gets it right. And Todd just can't let it go. These dwarves are uncultured, Darius. It only took 13 levels to get used to. You know what? I was going to play you a song, but all of a sudden I am not feeling compelled to dispel any magic. Enjoy your dwarven form, children. We will be off. I could cast a break enchantment if you really want to be back to your normal self. No, we are off. <laughs> All right, I must follow. They, they, they wave farewell. Well, well, can can you leave beautiful with us, and we could at least kind of chill and, and be happy. I mean, we'll and, come and back we to your force- afterwards. Will we? Will we? we? We wouldn't force Todd to talk to any other NPCs. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, maybe, maybe they should, should all join us. us. Oh, yes, all three of you should come. Actually, this sounds wonderful. They produce knives. <laughs> oh, oh no. God. Now we have to kill them. Todd. No! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the cave. <laughs> and I'll grab Crunch Jr.'s hand and start walking. With his other hand, he does that thing where he puts his fingers to his eyes and then puts them back at them and then back at his eyes. He just freaking watches them. <laughs> They have no desire to parlay. (sighs) That's right. As you approach this mountain pass, you see it has several switchbacks that lead up this steep mountainside into this cave entrance. Do we see the mouth of the cave entrance? Yes. Oh, wonderful. Then I shall sing us a song. Dimension door. What's the distance on that? A short distance. Uh-oh. Oh, this is just out of short distance. Oh, sh- Todd. Oh, oh, it's more than f- 920 feet away. <laughs> 920, 80. Okay, so. 980. Okay, so he wow. can cast it and then I'll cast it to get us the rest it's like of the way. like a half mile. That we were able to see from the distance. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very clear day. Uh, you can see for half a mile. Okay, well, so it's Justice. It's a really big cave. Justice can teleport us part of the way, and then I can teleport us some, and then surely we'll be there. Where's your sense of adventure? At the top Our sense of, of adventure mountain. is waiting for us at the mouth of that cave. 
<sighs> Just avoid all the counters I set up for you. It's, it's fine. Oh my it's gosh, fine. Todd. Do you want us to climb this mountain? You arrive on top <laughs> of the mountain. However, be warned, because there are several more flights of stairs before you. Wow, that's about Inside of the cave? Yes. <laughs> you had to climb all the way up here just to walk the fuck down some stairs. <laughs> uh, Great. But yes. Oh, jeez. Yes. Stairs. Okay. Mm. Very steep stairs. <sighs> I believe I could create stairs. at least three more dimension doors. Mm. Shall we see if... Where would we like to go? Find companions. How <laughs> about the top of the stairs? Ah, but yes, you see, this cave is warded against magics. Oh. You may not teleport within. Hold on, it's warded against all magics? I didn't even make that up. I mean, I didn't make up the other things either. <laughs> yeah, this just created itself. <laughs> I will begin to cautiously climb the stairs. I will take Crunch Jr.'s hand for safety. I will follow behind. Softly playing my piccolo, not actually playing a bardic song of inspiration or anything of that. Just something to lighten the mood. Yes. Thank you. Can everyone roll perception? Mm. Can do. Ooh. 30. Mm. 18. Hmm. Crit. Okay. As you climb up this dark stairwell into this mountain... Justice, you notice there are shapes hidden among the shadows that are moving. As I am playing this soft tune for everyone, I pull away from my piccolo and mention to Moonflower and Crunch Jr. There's some odd shapes along this cave wall. They seem to be moving. Mm. Perhaps a little more light would help. And I will cast Dancing Lights, and there are four lights that appear floating above us. You illuminate this dark stairwell, and suspended from the ceiling, but rather hanging by their hands and feet, oh. are three more childish dwarves, but they seemingly shy away from the light and spit at you. Ooh. Roll initiative. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. She's Todd. What? That was an evil laugh. We haven't laugh. seen combat in so long. I know I should count the dentist. <laughs> that was combat. Uh, maybe we do. Unnatural uh, 20. 8. 16. Okay, Crunch Jr., it's your turn. All right, so Crunch Jr. is going to quadruple rage. Uh, that's yes. not a thing. Yes. Todd, one How of these days you're going to let me do this. How many times are we going to have this battle? Just let it happen, Todd. Let it happen. It's house oh rules. Yeah. Whose house? Whose rules? This house. Darius? <laughs> 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 All right, so 
first thing, I fly into a rage. I mean, I guess because Edward isn't here. You'll probably <laughs> need the extra attacks for what I have in store. <laughs> we'll see about that. After I rage, I will move into melee and I will attack. Are you attacking the middle, left, or right, young dwarf? I'm going to attack the middle. That is 33. That hits. All right. I rolled a 5 plus 12. That's 17 points of damage. Quick question. Mm -hmm. Your hammers, what are they? They're Warhammers. Just plain old Warhammers? Uh, yeah, I picked up Par and Lay from Crunch. They weren't magical? Nope. I wanted to keep my father's hammers, and he liked his old hammers. Mm. Crunch Jr., you smash your Warhammer into this ugly dwarf's face. It, however, doesn't even flinch. Uh-oh. Justice, your turn. I will defer my turn to let Moonflower go ahead. Oh, excellent. Um, how... You said they're hanging from the ceiling? Correct. How high up are they? Oh, just slightly overhead. So it's an oh. eight-foot ceiling at, like, an angle, so... Perfect. All right. I know you guys think I probably use the spell a lot, but it's actually useful, and I'm going to cast Color Spray. <laughs> so, I will cast Color Spray, and depending on how powerful these dwarves are, they'll have multiple effects. Uh, so I need to know how many hit dice they have. Twelve. What? Really, Todd? What? Twelve? Twelve. They're level twelve dwarves. No, I didn't say that. They're twelve hit dice. Okay, well, they're still stunned for one round. By my beautiful colors, which now cover the cave walls. Oh, gosh. And as they are stunned, Justice Timberwaves will sing a different song talking about getting these dwarves off the ceiling. And he will cast Grease, which makes one ten-foot square or one object slippery. So, how far apart are these, quote, dwarves? They're right next to each other. So, my ten-foot square will cover all of the ceiling around them. Now they must roll to try and stay grasped onto whatever perch they have up there. Hmm, that's a good move. As you coat the ceiling in this magical grease, all three d young dwarves fall onto the stairs. <gasps> Did they begin tumbling down the stairs, or...? Oh. Two of them land on their feet. The third tumbles down the stairs. Oh. Crunch Jr. Will 28 hit your AC? Yes. What about an 18? Yes. <laughs> this dwarf child 
lashes out at you and hits you with a ferocity you have not seen before Uh-oh. and does 14 points of damage. Bring it on. Rend a bit of flavor, shall we say. Did any of that grease get on these, quote, dwarves? No, it just disconnected them from the ceiling. Mm. Mm. The next approaches you, Justice. How's a taste of your own medicine with a critical sound? <laughs> mm. Well. Wow. Todd. Uh, Fifteen points of damage. Mm. Times two. For thirty. Times two. In one hit. It was a critical. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know those things you always get? Yeah. I'm just not used to things being able to hit as hard as I do. Well, Crunch Jr. Par and Lay seem to have little effect. Maybe hold for a second. But I like to smash things. Also, wait, they were dazed. They're stunned. Yeah, they were stunned. Oh, they're stunned. So they shouldn't have been able to attack to begin with, Todd. Clearly, they have special things happening. Todd. Todd is (laughs) damn cheating. Uh, The color spray and everything. (sighs) The the cave does look very pretty. Good. It better. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Whose turn is it? It's back to Crunch Jr. Mm. Crunch, hold for a half second. I have a plan. But I want to smash. Oh, you will smash. You will smash delightfully. I will devour my turn. I will put a dimension door from (laughs) one of the scrolls you have given me, Todd, behind these two dwarves in such a way that a certain Crunch Jr. might be able to kick them through. Really, Darius? Really. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and as a bonus action, I would also like to sing another song for Crunch to give them one more rage. Yes! Ooh, five rage! <laughs> Todd shaking your head. You open a dimension door, and where is it going to let out? I'm thinking the infernal plane. <laughs> Oh, Todd. <laughs> How did I ever give you those scrolls? Ah, good one, Darius. It's one scroll. One time. Here. Get out of this this trouble you've gotten yourself into. I mean, if it helps them down to 40 now. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only 40. You better keep copying them. That's the plan. Uh, Crunch, <laughs> Junior, I do believe it is your turn, and we're looking for a quintuple smash now. I will use all three of my attacks, since I'm within melee range. Oh, also, I'm going to power attack again, do the same thing, minus the six, plus the six to damage. All right, that is a 30. That'll hit. Okay, and then we have, that is a 27. That'll hit. And a crit for 26. Nice. That will also hit. Way to pull a Darius. 
uh, is a three plus 12 is 15 points there. The first hit, second hit is the hell three plus 12 for 15 points there. And the crit is a three. So three plus six is nine. And then times three is 27 plus the six is 33. For a total of 63. Are you attacking just one? Yes. (laughs) So what happens is you murder this poor young dwarf. Do I also get to cleave? (gasps) (sighs) Yes. Yes. 28. That will hit. And five plus 12 is 17 points to the second one. So. Are you trying to send it backwards into the portal? I mean, absolutely, if I can. All right. That would be a trip attack. So roll me a strength. Crit 20 plus six is 26. (laughs) (laughs) So as you smash the first dwarf... You swipe your hammer under the legs of the other one, and as it's off balance, you shoulder it into the portal. I would I would like to say that for the first one, I I brought my hammer behind me and then down on his head like a mallet. And then I did it three times in a row, and he just got shorter and shorter. <laughs> until he was a for bloody pulp. The bell tolls. <laughs> and then you sent the other one to hell. Yes. <laughs> I'm so proud. Well played. <laughs> well done, Crunch Jr. I couldn't have done it without Mr. Timberwolves. Oh, teamwork. You found the strength in yourself, Crunch Jr. Take pride. <sighs> <laughs> Todd, this has been so great. (laughs) Yeah. Moonflower, finish it off for us. I wave my hand in the air and the dimension door vanishes. With a puff of glitter. (laughs) Breathe deep, Todd. Let's continue up these stairs, shall we? Yes, ascend to your peril. (laughs) Making me nervous. These were but... Just children. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm With 12 hit dice. Quite convinced they're not. Actually, <sighs> for idle curiosity's sake, and look at this compressed dwarf, as it were, <laughs> that Crunch had finished, and uh, dispel any magic on it. Oh, God. Oh. What do we see? It becomes a goblin child before your eyes. <gasps> Uh, oh, boy. That's two murders. That's two. Don't worry not. It attacked uh, us first. It was self-defense. Let's move on now. Yeah. Carry on. Okay. You, should, you should make it a dwarf again. Nobody likes dwarves. Well. Mm, how does it feel, Darius? Uh, not having the moral authority. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Wow. That's dark. Tired. Um... Can I cast Polymorph on it and make it look like a dead dwarf? Uh, I suppose. <laughs> I do that. 
<laughs> I feel much better now. Oh, better. Let's move on. You walk away from the scene of your crime. Remember, Moonflower, Crouch Jr., we were attacked. This was self-defense. Nothing more we could yes. do except take down this hideous beast, whoever it may be, that is corrupting these young goblin children. It's probably another right. dentist. Uh, how horrible. And perhaps I will remember I have a break enchantment spell next time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We never even have to attack them. <laughs> I assumed they were evil dwarves. Considering <laughs> My they were hanging from the ceiling, I thought, vampires, maybe? Surely evil vampire dwarves. I mean, this was Todd's fault. Vampires could be anything. Yes. I am convinced that they were vampiric goblins. We just killed them and thus, you know. Reset the town. Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. really. Yes. We did. Yes. We are heroes. True That's noble right. actions. All That's right. Nuts. Let's continue and save some more lives. Your oral arguments have made it easier to sleep at night. <laughs> How else would they be able Success. to hang from a ceiling, Todd? <laughs> Logic. I don't know. Maybe magic. Vampire magic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Evil. Evil vampire magic. As you ascend the stairs, you see a large stone door before you. Hmm. It has a lion head knocker in the center of the door. You see no other keyhole or locking mechanism. So the question is, friends, go loud or sneak? I'm all right with either. Oh, let's, let's smash it down. I want to smash uh, it. Oh, that sounds fun. Yes. And if you smash. can't do that, I'm pretty sure I have a spell. I attempt to smash the door down. Roll attack. 25. I think you hit. You can roll all three attacks. Well, well, let's just assume they all hit. Okay. Uh, do you want me to roll the damage out differently, or I uh, just combine it? That's fine. Cool. I rolled a five. Plus twelve is seventeen. Times three is fifty-one damage. What happens as you shatter this stone door? Yes. Nice. So I walk up to it. I yell out in Crunch Junior rage. <laughs> and I smack it as hard as I can three times in succession with my warhammer, and it bursts apart into pebbles. And I rush in through all of the dust rising up. My name is Cross Junior, and I'm here to kick your ass. Roll spot. Uh oh. Eighteen. Before you it is a circular room for which there's a walkway around the outer ring. In the center is a pool of lava over which several dozen children are wrapped in a rope and suspended in a net above it. A man sits in a jester costume 
on a wooden chair on the other side, looking amused at your sudden entrance. Mm, yes! Who's this that comes a knocking? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a new voice. <laughs> Todd, <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't. I'm okay. Oh my gosh. I'm okay. <laughs> uh, uh, one uh, important point the children in the net are they goblin or dwarves? They are dwarves. Okay. Uh, it's, it is, it is, ah, I just said I was crouching up. And, and their mom flower, and, and, and Mr. Timberwaves, guys, come, come in here. This weird voiced man is monologuing. Oh, my. Monologuing? <laughs> Can you speak up, please? <laughs> Before I walk in, I use the potion of invisibility we got about two. Was it three adventures ago? I don't know, but I used that and I put on my boots. I thought you used that already. No, no, no. not yet. Mm-mm. Not to mention we got three. So. No. I can cast invisibility. <laughs> so I've just <laughs> called two people to come in the room, and nobody's out there. I'm by myself. <laughs> Maybe I'm bluffing. Fine. Maybe that's Which not a good fine. idea. No, 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 no. It's fine. Do this, and I okay. will also use. One more fourth level bard spell to summon monster four, calling an extra planar <laughs> creature to our side. How how wide is this walkway around the room? It you have you can walk normally like a five foot square. Okay. If you dare. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys, you don't enjoy my creepy voice. <laughs> I've been working on this for weeks. No, no, I, I can <laughs> tell it's really good. It's very good. Okay. Good, very, good, good, good. Very, very creepy. Well done. Uh, I'll also use a third level bard spell, summon monster three to call another exoplanet creature to fight for me. And ah. I will sneak next to Crunch Jr. and whisper in their ear, pretend that they are us. That these are, these are, these are my monsters. They're my friends, and we protect helpless. No, I mean not dwarves, but uh, we protect helpless children. You, you have monsters. <laughs> oh, okay. Good for you. <laughs> These monsters are gonna gnaw on your bones. <laughs> I don't think so, little Junior. What was your name? Crunch. Crunch Jr. <laughs> he says mischievously. Moonflower, I may need your help yes. to dominate him. We can control his actions oh. from there. Let's sneak closer, shall we? I could turn into an invisible mist and Ooh. just float over there silently. Yes, yes. I do that. Don't you become visible as soon as you make an action? Oh. Putting a wrench in the plan. Um, well, we can still sneak forward. Mm-hmm. Just rest your hand on my shoulder, so that way we know where the other is. Right, so not turning into a mist then, because I wouldn't have a shoulder. <laughs> or a hand. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, how about we stay invisible and sneak forward? Like a good plan. Let us. Okay, excellent. 
And I'll roll move silently. Ooh. Bad news. That's a one. I thought you said bad news. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Well, I got a Taunt. crit, plus I have my boots of sneaking, so. Well, you might hear one of us. <laughs> so justice remains very silent. However, Moonflower, <sighs> as you step towards this colorful figure, you step a little too close to the edge. <gasps> And a large rock cracks off and splashes into the pool of lava. You hear the dwarvish children cry as the lava splashes near their little unshaven faces. <gasps> hmm, it seems someone else is nearby. <laughs> that you could fool me. One more step, and I will release the rope. As he puts a knife overhead to a rope. No, no, that was just me. I could do prestidigitation, see? And I will do prestidigitation and make a noise. <laughs> Roll bluff. Oh, crap. <laughs> I saw that coming. Well, that's a crit one. No, no. <laughs> it's okay, but just drive children. I'm assuming I will notice that he doesn't believe the ruse. Yes, you can see clearly he's smiling broadly. Although oh. his skin is very white. You're not sure if it's makeup, though. So I will become visible, and I'd like to cast Detect Thoughts. What is your caster level? Caster level 13, level 2 spell. As you try to probe this man's thoughts, you are unable to gain access. Crunch, I don't think he's thinking about anything. Mm, except mm. perhaps killing children, which is the obvious. It's just a bad man. It's very bad. So, <laughs> you, um, you came here to apprehend me? Uh, Did the villagers tell you of their treachery? So we didn't, uh, I mean, we didn't come here to apprehend you. We came here to kill you, but, um... Enter, oh! you children. <laughs> Judge, jury, and executioner, are you? <laughs> well, usually kidnapping is not a good thing. I suppose they didn't tell you about them not paying me for my services. <laughs> but they said that you were supposed to help them and then you just stole the children instead. No, I'm afraid that is incorrect. I ran the quail out of town. And then upon rendering my services, I came to the town to request payment. However, I was denied and sent away empty-handed. So I did what any fiendish jester would do and played a little tune on my flute. <laughs> and the children came to join me. Goblins, we're not allowed to crunch, Junior. They're our friends. So. 
that an, a lack of payment is not a good cause to kidnap children. Also that. Yes. Uh, it was merely to hold them for ransom. I mean, obviously, I don't want anything to happen to the children. That's why I suspended them over a pit of lava. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And why you threatened them, of course, makes perfect sense. Uh, and don't forget uh. that one that he killed out on the stairs. What? Yes, yeah, you killed you. that poor goblin child we, on the we stairs. Saw, we saw him. Or oh. them. There was, there was blood of God everywhere. As I pop out from my cover, the monsters that I had summoned disappeared. And I confront the gesture, saying, Your evil deeds will not go unpunished. And I pull out my piccolo and cast Dominate Person. <laughs> you may make a will saving throw. Mm, and what is your saving DC? Make it a 17. You are unable to dominate this jester. Oh, another one enters the mix, I see. <laughs> so nice of you to join me. So I can cast Mind Fog so that the edge of the circle is going to hit the sky and not hit justice. So a bank of thin mist comes out of nowhere uh he gets a will saving throw and this is level five spell so it's dc 19 oh that's not bad right this thin fog envelopes the area you have casted in the jester moves his hand about his face P-U! Oh, this is awful! What, what funny weather we're having indoors! <laughs> and does it work? No. Oh, Todd. Moonflower's trying her hardest. <laughs> so, my fair adventurers, are you prepared to render payment? <laughs> Moonflower, thank you for your assistance. I will try once more singing the song of Dominate Person with rigor and focus. Which now makes it a little bit harder for you to hit that DC. Alright, so it's, uh, what is it this time? Can I say 21? You could say 21. Does a 26 beat 21? <laughs> you funny little man! <laughs> oh. Well, Crunch Jr., I guess we just need to repeat. Shall we? I'm, I'm thinking. <laughs> Mostly because he said if we move, he'll release the children, but I don't really care because oh. they're dwarven children. So He's also not he focused on me. his fingers. Uh-oh. Oh. And they turn back into goblins. Oh, oh you son of a That's not nice, Todd. <sighs> All right. Um Yes, you're they weigh upon your conscience. <laughs> somebody has to stop him from cutting that cord or hold on to it. That's the only way um, we're going to be able to move um, forward and physically attack him. I have mending. <laughs> but I don't think I'll be able to fix it as it snaps. 
I know Justice Timberwaves is right behind him, which is where the rope is, because Todd said he puts his little knifey knife, like, above and behind him for the cord. So it's in his vicinity. Okay. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Crunch, Justice Timberwaves, hold on to that rope. We're going to kick his ass. Oh, have fun. And once I see that Justice Timberwaves is in place for the rope, I will begin to go around the circle pit towards the terrible voiced man. Roll initiative. That will be 20. I got a four. I got a six. The jester stands up. And with a slight bow of his head, you hear the jingle of the little bells on his jester hat. And then, in an instant, he's standing on the other side of the room, in a shadow. The knife, however, remains against the rope. Oh! (laughs) I just happened to step over here! (laughs) I do not like this trickery BS. I don't either. Justice, it is your turn. While holding onto my piccolo, I will play the song of Dispel Magic. I'd be aiming at the shadow, where we're hearing the voice come from, but also focusing through where the jester was beforehand. The knife drops to the ground. The jester remains where he is now. Then, after the knife has dropped, I will sing a song of heroism to give bonuses to both Moonflower and Crunch Jr. So now you all have plus two on attack roll saves and skill checks. Krantz Jr., it is your turn. All right. I put the Warhammers on my back, and I pull out my sling. And I'm doing three (laughs) ranged attacks with my sling directed at this crazy jester man. Roll it. That is a 34. That hits. Uh, 27. That misses. Ooh. And a crit 20 for 26. Ooh. Nice. That also hits. All right. Describe to me your sling. It looks like your classic run-of-the-mill twig with thick rubber bands and a large bucket where I hold my pellets. So it is non-magical, I take it? It is non-magical. Okay. I guess Momflower is going to have to teach me about (laughs) magical things. He's a profession tutor. (laughs) (laughs) It's gotten serious. Right? (laughs) All right. So that is four plus two is six plus another three is nine. And the crit... Three plus three is six times two is 12 plus two is 14. Describe how you kill this jester. 
Yes. <laughs> the lowest hit points ever. <laughs> He's a minion. <laughs> you assault this jester with your stones. One which just slightly moves his head and it misses. One that pelts him in the shoulder. And then one that hits him right in the cheek. It leaves a slight mark on his face. And he shivers a little bit. Oh, I think you might have bruised me slightly. Oh, good shot, Conchi. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It is your turn, Moonflower. So I can either give someone a bonus to either dex or charisma, or I can attack. We need this this dude to stop zip-zopping around. Well, I can attack him with magic. Yes. Do that. Get him. All right. I am going to attempt Baleful Polymorph. And so this is normally DC 19, so it's 21. And what were you trying to turn him into? Can you tell me if I succeed or fail first? Well, I, I kind of need... Well, actually, it depends on what you're trying to turn him into. <laughs> oh! Because uh, it gets gonna... an extra um, <laughs> save if you turn it... Like, if you try to turn him into a fish, so that way he'll die because oh, no. he's not in water. No, a small, small land creature. Uh, specifically a crab. A crab. <laughs> Poof. Uh. You see a crustacean before you. Oh, it worked! Well done, Moonflower. Thank you. I wasn't sure I could pull that off. <laughs> it's snapping quite rapidly and Crunch. shaking a claw at you. Crunch Jr., I believe crabs can be smashed. Is it my turn? Can I smash? Oh, yes. You dropped out of initiative <laughs> order. I walk over and I... Pick up my warhammer in front of this crab. <laughs> smile big. Do a power attack so that I have my plus six and roll to attack. Can I do all three since we're out of initiative? Yeah, go for it. And yeah. quick question. This is over in the corner next to a cave wall, correct? Yes, it is. Okay, so we're in a sturdy enough area that this will not cause. <laughs> like a cave-in or something? Yeah. <laughs> they all perished that day, <laughs> along with several goblin children. <laughs> and a crab. So, three attacks. First one is a crit 20, plus 16 for 36. Nice. Nice. That'll hit. Second one is... 15 plus 11 for 26. Oh, I'm sorry. Also, I have the plus two from Darius. So that was 38, 28. And the final roll. Ugh, it's a three plus six is nine plus two is 11. <laughs> oh, that, that crab is awfully elusive. <laughs> yes, he must have sidestepped. So we will roll the crit damage. Oh, a six. Plus 12 is 18, times 3 is 54, plus 2 is 56 points of damage. 
<laughs> followed by the last hit I've got. Four plus 12 is 16 plus two is 18. Describe to me what happens when you smash this crab. <laughs> As I'm smiling over top of it, I bring down my warhammer and smash it once. And it looks more or less dead and its little leg kicks. So I smash it one last time and it splatters everywhere, leaving nothing underneath my hammer. <laughs> Oddly enough, after doing so, you hear a strange poof of air. Does, In does fact, just there fart? isn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then you you can hear Crunch Jr. <laughs> As you look to the bottom of your hammer, you see there is nothing left. There's just this funny little cloud. I mean, Crunch. You've done well. Why are you not more exuberant? There's... So that's the fart cow behind. Ugh. Oh. So, uh, uh, and I start, like, swatting it. It just kind of moves and then regathers. Because I can't make it dissipate. Oh. What's the saying? <laughs> you you smelt it, you dealt it, <laughs> and it suddenly turns back into the jester. Oh, <laughs> the look on your faces is priceless. <laughs> A crab, good one. <laughs> well, I tired of this. Don't you know you can't polymorph a vampire? <laughs> vampire, you say? Darius called it. Darius called it. Are those kids vampires, too? I just the couple you dispatched earlier. I needed a little snack. <laughs> ah, so you are a child murderer, you are a vampire. Well, I tire of this, and I cast a dimension door right behind <laughs> this vampire, which leads to a celestial plane. No, it's celestial vampires. <laughs> and, as my bonus action, I shall cast a level zero bard cantrip of Mage Hand, shoving the vampire through this portal into the celestial plane so long and thanks for all the crap <laughs> it disappears into the portal and it closes leaving your dimension door behind wait what he went into a different portal yep the one that he opened Oh, snap. Hmm. Everybody roll perception. I don't think we've seen the last of him. Oh, terrible. Um, 25. 32. Oof. 15. 
you hear something like a knife running over rope. I quickly reach for my piccolo and play a song of animate rope to send out my 50-foot silken coil of rope to collect all the children. And while he's doing that, I would like to cast Mending on the existing rope to buy some time. Does your rope hold the the net holding the children over this pool of lava to the side? The rope will go and collect the net, bringing it up to the landing that we are on. Okay. It is easily able to do so. The knife falls to the floor yet again with a clatter. The goblin children rejoice at their saviors for suspending them over lava is probably a very uncomfortable place to be, you know, especially considering there's like 50 of them in a giant net. You have saved the day yet again and flirted the evil vampire Oh, hooray. Excellent work. With only minimal children casualties. They were vampire children, the ones who died. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And And a dentist. The the dentist was not by our hand. That didn't happen. That was also the vampire. Mm. Yes. He was a vampire dentist. Clearly those teeth were planted there by the vampire to distract our detection spell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's exactly but of what course, happened. it makes sense. Truly a crafty and evil beast he was. Yes. Thank goodness you dispatched that evil dentist. Yes. Question of dead gut. I'm so proud of you. As you make your way back to the village, you are also able to locate the king's two children in the group, and you return the remainder of the other goblin children over to the town. The elder and the other townsfolk rejoice. Do we get our 5,000 gold? Well, they're not the king, so you'll have to head back to the goblin king himself. Did we collect Hoppy, Ah. and can we bring him along on all of our adventures? Hmm. I think he will be much hoppier with us. His name is beautiful now. now. Yeah, it's beautiful, guys. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, we all will have beautiful adventures. Crunch Jr., it's almost like you have a brother now. Now I heard it. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't want more than one child. <laughs> Monflora is only mine. <laughs> <laughs> You had crab in game. You know how much I love crab. <laughs> well, you I mean, technically, it was an undead crab, so I don't know, Edward. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't imagine vampiric crab is very tasty. Oh, and it probably smelled like fart. Mm. Oh, but it was crab. You would have loved it. Well, I guess you can make it up to me in the next Christmas game. Sound like a plan? Crab feast for all. Right. Extra crab. Wait. I, I just remembered something. Did you kill a dentist? What the hell, guys? This episode was produced and edited by Hiroshi, and the opening and closing theme was created by Rob Anderson. 
Find them on Twitter at MaybeHiroshi and at PotentiallyRob. You can find the rest of the crew on Twitter as well. V is at TypicalVeronica. Mike is at OneGamingLane. Fred is at I think I'm Fred. Steph is at Starlet Firefly. And you can find me at Definitely Stacy. As always, you can follow the show as CAF Podcast and find a permanent link to the Discord in our bio. Want to take a look at the clues, information, or photos the cast stumbled upon during the recording? Head on over to our website at www.cafpodcast.com and click on the link labeled The Show at the top of the screen. If you want to help support the show, please share us with your friends on your preferred social media and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You can also back us on Patreon by going to www.patreon.com slash podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, you should check out some of the other Geekling shows, such as Random Encounters, Sayer, or You're a Wizard, Harry. Hey, Creepers. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cthulhu and Friends. This is Stacy, and I just wanted to jump in here real quick to say thank you to a couple of wonderful backers on Patreon who make this show possible. Also, if I mispronounce your name, I am super sorry. I'm really bad at this. Matt Gaunt, Raymond Uglysob Wickham, and Kurt Ekstrom. You guys rock. Thank you so much for your continued support of CAF. <laughs>